0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
2: Well, here we go. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you on this Wednesday afternoon. You can reach us at 403-974-TALK. That's 974-8255. Toll free 1-800-563-7770. We'll have more time for your calls and your texts here this afternoon. Some other news to get to as well. But I want to get into the conversation uh, off the top in this hour about uh, the exploitation of kids online. I don't mean, you know, sexual exploitation. And we're hearing today, of course, about some very serious charges being laid by Calgary police. But just whether we're respecting kids' privacy when it comes to social media, you know, next to cats and what we're happening happen to be eating any given day. It seems as though we, we love posting pictures of our kids and seeing pictures of other people's kids. Uh, you know, here's our kid after his hockey game. Here's the kid uh, getting the award at school. Here's um, birthday boy, And right? Because we, we, we're invested in each other. We want to see how our friends' kids are doing and how they're growing up and all that stuff. But, I mean, there's there something inherently uh, funny, too, about the way kids react to things, right? So My kid did a funny thing today or said a funny thing today. We've got shows built around this, even online. I mean, there's videos of you know kids reacting to uh, seeing a Walkman for the first time, and isn't it funny? They don't know what the heck this is. Or Jimmy Kimmel every year encourages people to send in videos where parents pretend that they ate all their kids' Halloween treats, and the kids get upset, and it's funny, and everyone has a good laugh. So once we start going down that path, though, does it begin to get serious? Well, it got serious enough that in Frederick County, Maryland, uh, they've removed two kids from their home. And uh, temporary custody of these two children has been given to their biological mother, a woman by the name of Rose Hall. Now, the kids had been living with their father and his wife, Mike and Heather Martin, and their three other children in the home. Mike Martin is the creator of a YouTube channel called Daddy 5 has over 700,000 subscribers. He's making somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 dollars $300,000 a year off these videos and the advertising revenue it generates. And this entire YouTube, YouTube channel is premised on pranking these kids. But it's some pretty serious stuff at one point, and a lot of it seems to single out this one poor kid, Cody is his name, One video had uh, Cody convinced that he was going to be adopted out to another family. Another video, there's ink all over the bedroom floor. They're accusing him of spilling it. He's in tears. Another one where they smash his Xbox with a hammer. And this is kind of the theme. The kid's crying. He's scared. He's freaked out. And ha ha, got you. So the YouTube community, which I guess is responsible for making this guy a star and his wife, uh, they've turned on them. Uh, they've been calling this out a lot of youtubers have been flagging this uh, one very popular youtuber philip DeFranco, posted a long video denouncing all of this and as mentioned uh, child protection services ended up moving in our next guest has written a really long and thoughtful post about you know the ethics of all of this uh, jack marshall is a president and founder of pro ethics is an ethics teacher uh, trainer speaker consultant as practice criminal law in massachusetts and you can read more at EthicsAlarms.com. jack great to have you with us here welcome to the program
1: thank you it's a subject very close to my heart
2: yeah i think to to a lot of people so when did you first become aware of this
1: actually a very long time ago and the person who enlightened me was uh, paul peterson the former child actor who was on the long-running donna reed show that i watched as a kid and then after his career he became an advocate for child actors and the degree to which they were exploited and he he and I ran into an air, each other in an airport and found we had a mutual area of interest and paul has been uh instrumental in for example uh calling attention to the abuses in the um the learning channels um uh, John and John and Kate plus eight, which was uh, and and the use of children generally in reality shows, where Paul has pointed out that they're often not paid anything, they work outrageous uh, uh, outrageous hours, and uh, as with the kinds of situation we're talking about, they end up preserved forever in situations of high stress that uh, will follow them around for the rest of their life, and they never consented to this. This is uh, this is something that. Uh, both traumatizes them at the time they're undergoing this, and also later on in life, meanwhile, their parents can profit.
2: Well, yeah, that's exactly what's going on in this instance. I mean, a lot of this seemed pretty traumatic to the kids, at least in the moment. Now, some people who have tried to defend this saying, well, you know, the kids, and the parents have tried to argue as well. You know, the kids have a say in what we post, and, you know, we're bringing in some additional revenue that, that, you know, helps them. We buy them more stuff or just helps make their lives easier somehow. What do you make of these kinds of arguments?
1: Well, they're terrible arguments, and in fact, what they're arguments is the ends justify the means, and the ends is money, and the means is torturing, abusing, or tormenting our kids. Um, you know i I got a good sense of this. I have a son, but when he was a teenager he had some you know he had some uh, ador- adorable baby pictures and my wife wanted to show it to a friend and he was got violently upset and felt that his privacy was violated and the more i thought about it i said you know it was one thing in the era where we took pictures of our kids or or home movies and even then sometimes we would feel uh, uh, you know put upon to have these shown to relatives showing us in little bathing suits or doing doing embarrassing things but now uh, parents will put this out on the Internet, where it lives forever and is viewed by, by a million people. And that's a breach of privacy, of dignity, and the respect of these uh, children who are too young to consent. So it really uh, gets very close to uh, an absolute ethical principle, which is you don't do that to your kids. You don't use them as props. You don't use them for entertainment of others, and you don't use them for income. You know, it's a, the key Kantian uh, ethics principle is we don't use people... Human beings, their lives, for our own objectives, and that's what the Martins did. They used their kids uh, to make money, and they used their kids as, as uh, you know, basically as a means of of uh, putting cash in their pockets. And it's just, it's all part of, it's related to what Jimmy Kimmel does. It's related to a lot of the children, the uh, parents of, of uh, uh, kids involved in high-level gymnastics and skating do. I mean, these are, these are children. They do not have control over their lives. They cannot meaningfully consent. And yet, uh, the parents are uh, doing these things to them, exploiting them in a, really, in a real sense.
2: Well, when does it become exploitation? There, there are a lot of viral videos of you know babies doing funny things. The baby, um, you know, dad makes a funny noise. Baby just starts laughing hysterically. Uh, next thing you know, you got ten million views. Uh, I mean, is is that on the same level, or where, where do we draw the line?
1: I, I, I would draw the line be- well before that. I think you know if uh, you look at it from a golden rule standpoint, do I want to have a picture of me as a? There's uh, a famous one of a kid falling asleep. Uh, where they sit here. I mean, think of what you're doing. Uh, to, as, as a matter of, would an adult appreciate that? Would an adult appreciate somebody secretly, without their knowledge, without their control, taking a video of them looking foolish and posting it uh, to the Internet? Uh, many, many adults, including me, would not. Then you project that on your kid. That's how the golden rule works. Um, so you protect your kids. You don't doesn't make any difference how many people think it's funny. You don't you don't subject your child to that. Uh they're not pets. They're not like cat videos and they're not props. Um, and this is you know this goes way back way before we had the internet to people who used their kids to wear um you know to wear uh uh Signs and carry signs in protest, and where uh, use them as props to put out uh, to put out political messages that the kids couldn't uh, couldn't know a thing about. That's exploiting your kids too, uh, if you think about it. I think, and if parents really think about what children are, and their job to protect them, and their dignity, and that their dignity matters too, then you simply don't don't do any of that stuff you draw a hard line on it don't put photos and of course as you know and i'm sure you've looked at this as well of many experts on cybersecurity and kidnapping and on uh stalking on other things uh, say it's 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 literally dangerous to put your child's photographs up on the internet because it can these can often attract predators
2: yeah you know it's interesting because i I think it comes down to how we view social media i mean prior to to facebook and all of that perhaps you know you'd be on the phone with a friend and say you know what's what's new with your kids oh well you know little johnny uh you know won first place uh, in in the talent show last week or you know little jane uh had a great piano recital we we would share that information with our friends now with facebook we can just blast it out here's a picture of our kid uh, with with his trophy and we're just sort of as we see it we're just basically telling all our friends about it but we're putting it out there, right? We're, we're publishing it. We're putting it on the Internet.
1: Yeah, we're still... It's amazing, isn't it? We're still learning about how powerful the Internet is and, and how uh, it really is a mass method of communication that goes... that has essentially obliterating privacy. And that... Uh, it's it It's fascinating, given all these years that we've had to figure it out, we still haven't figured it out. And this, this uh, story about the Martins is... I'm hoping is a tipping point where people suddenly realize uh, how insidious how insidious this is. Uh, you uh, you may have seen their sort of tearful uh, tearful appearance on uh ABC uh on Good Morning America saying uh this isn't who we are we're so sorry about this we apologize this isn't who we are well it is who they are and it, it, because if it wasn't who they were they wouldn't do something like this i mean you know i every parent has to ask what would it take to make me intentionally terrify or embarrass or cause my kid to cry Um, you know, on camera so I could get other people to pay to watch him go through that pain. What would make me do that? And these people didn't even see that there was anything wrong with it.
2: No. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's a commentary on all the people, as you say, who are watching it and enjoying this because when you see the clips of this, that'll come to light. I mean, it's... It's really uncomfortable, and I I don't know how anyone will get any kind of enjoyment out of that. So the fact that it's come now, two of the children are now out of the home living with their biological mother, maybe that seems harsh to some, but I don't know, to you that, that seems appropriate, you think?
1: Well, I mean, I think all, all the kids should be taken away, frankly. I, I, how do you trust somebody like this? I mean, I don't know. How do you trust somebody who really says, as, as the father did in that ABC appearance, says, well, you know, but think of it. I mean, we, we got wonderful things from these videos, and this was a great thing for our kids because we got money. Uh, they've had psychiatrists. I don't think you had to be a psychiatrist to watch this to say that it's damaging to the child. But they've had. psychiatrists like saying this could be permanently damaging to kids to be have, have your parents subject you to something like this. How could they possibly think that was, you know that, you know, that was a reasonable trade-off? But you're right. All of these people watched this. It put me in mind of of the. Uh, 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 Diane Lane movie of uh, two years ago called Untraceable, where a serial killer kept putting, kept capturing people and putting them in situations where the more people that logged on to view it, the faster the individual would die. It would cause each each new click would cause more uh, acid to drop into the you know the uh, tub that the victim was sunk in, or would cause uh, more anticoagulants to be pumped into him, so he would start bleeding. And I was uh, I was thinking about that movie when I was watching this. I said, you know, that movie looked like an over the top uh, dystopian hell of what we're looking at with online communities. But boy, what the Martins were doing was not was not all that far removed from it. The more people that Logged in, the more willing they were to top themselves and go to the next level. What does that say about our society? Not just the Martins,
2: right? And and you know, if you see some of these clips where you know the kids are talking about and the kids are defending all of this. I mean, for them, it seems as though it's been drilled in that if you want nice things, if you want new toys, the trade-off is you need to subject yourself to this. I mean, it's a weird kind of, of blackmail almost.
1: Oh sure yeah it is exactly and and that's why they don't have consent i mean that as a lawyer uh, i found that that argument is most outrageous which is they the, to say they consent to it you know they've they've agreed to do this and that's that's something paul peterson on in his various uh, activities and testimony have point out kids kids cannot consent to these things they're too young and they're acting under the power and influence of people that their whole life life depends on they can't say no uh, so when they say yes, you can't say, "Well, see, they knew what they were—they uh, knew what they were doing." And this uh, child, children are people, you know, and they have and they have certain rights, and we have to we have to keep it is And it can't be handled by law; it has to be handled by society's society's ethics, society's standards. And the, I think one of the things that's frightening is that for the Martins to believe that this could ever be acceptable means that we're not sending the right signals as a society to these people and and that's why i mentioned jimmy kimmel i mean i find uh kimmel basically uh you know induces his audience members to torture their kids in order to get videos that he can put on his uh tv show and he's been doing it this for like 6 years yeah. and gets very little criticism for it um and I, i'm i wouldn't be surprised if the martins got their idea from watching jimmy uh jimmy kimmel and yet nobody you know he's he, he earns millions of dollars a year. He's a, he, he got picked by the Oscars to host them. Nobody's nobody's putting any uh, criticism on him. So as a society, we're not sending a very clear message that this is unacceptable.
2: Well, but I mean, it, yeah, it, Kimmel's kind of unique in taking that approach. But I mean, uh, you know, Ellen DeGeneres is someone who likes to have a lot of. Uh, cute kids on their show—kids who yep. have all, all you know all fifty states memorized or can rattle off the names of all the presidents this kind of stuff. And but I mean, this goes back much further. I mean, we've been having debates around how we treat child actors going back decades, literally.
1: Yeah. No, and the it's it, it, it's a very it is indeed a, a slippery slope, which is why I, I you know I'm I, I've been a professional stage director. I've run my own theater company, and I came to a position where I basically believed. That using using children uh, be, uh, beneath the age of consent in theatrical productions was unethical. Uh, we see the horrific uh, the horrific r- results of so many of these young athletes and young um, young performers as they grow older. They're they're emotionally crippled. They have been they have been raised in artificial circumstance, and they become uh, addicts to fame or un- are unable to get around the psychological damage that they're that they were subjected to by putting being putting in this industry and i think um, i think all of that is, is is troubling i used to you know uh, art link letter uh, <laughs> decades ago and then bill cosby used to do um, used to do shows that just consisted of uh... talking to kids and having them and uh, now uh, steve harvey is doing another one uh, right. but yeah. what what are you know how many of those kids are going to be happy about how they turn out on those shows how many of them are going to like uh, the way they're uh, they're edited and how they're uh, how they appear. There was a reality show, where called, called Kids Nation, where they, it was essentially a reality show like other reality shows that was edited to create villains and heroes and all all of these things. Those kids didn't know what they were getting into, and this warps their life. Um, I mean, I, I'm re- I'm truly hoping that there's a and thank, you know congratulations to you for having. Uh, focusing on this in a show, I, what's happened? What what happened with uh, the, with the Martins and that YouTube channel really should sound what I call an ethics alarm. I mean, for the whole whole society, we have to we have to rethink our whole approach to using children as our uh, tools for entertainment and as as our lures for profit, and, uh, online and offline, really.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, EthicsAlarms.com. People can read more, including your thoughts uh, on all of this. Jack, appreciate the insight. Uh, thanks for joining us here this afternoon.
1: Thanks for the opportunity. Anytime. All right.
2: Take care. Jack Marshall, uh, president founder of Ethicsalarms.com, ethics uh, is his uh, website where it's got a long blog post on the issues around the Martins. Uh, look, I think this is obviously at another level. Uh, the fact that there's some intervention here from Child Protection Services... To remove two of the kids from the home, to put them with their biological mother, uh, obviously that's at a, a much different level. We're not going to run around when you post some pictures of your kids on YouTube or on Facebook or uh, wherever, Instagram, you know, we're going to come take your kids away. But at what point does it become exploitation? And again, look, we've had kids acting in movies for decades. Remember Art Linkletter, kids say the darndest things. Right? None of this is new in that sense. Uh, there have long been child actors, child, even child singers. Now, certainly the YouTube era, you know, you have kids becoming famous for other talents that they have. Uh, they carve out a little niche for themselves, posting songs or, you know, playing the piano, dancing, whatever. Right? There are a lot more ways to become famous, and certainly there are kids who have done so. And parents who have probably benefited financially from that. So where do you draw a line? I think in this case here, where the kids are kind of being put through hell... Even if it's just momentary hell, so everyone can have a laugh, and the parents can make some dollars, that seems to cross a line. Oh, sure, the kids will get some nice toys out of it. What kind of a trade off is that? and like I say I, I, to me, it comes across as blackmail. you know what you want the money to keep rolling in kids you know we got we got to put you through hell a few times a week so we can put that on up on YouTube. That doesn't seem right. all right, we'll take a break here. we'll come back. I want to play for you some of the the martin's tearful apology. And uh, get your reaction as well. 403 974 8255. We're back after this. Right, welcome back. 403 974 Talk 974 8255. And it's an interesting issue, right? And we all do it to a certain extent. Uh, and you know what? And I got all kinds of friends and family, you know, scattered all over the place. And, you know, without social media, I wouldn't really know how their kids are doing or what's going on with them. I do like having that connection Let's see, wow, look at, you know, kids are really growing, and oh, they're into so much stuff, it's a way of staying in, in touch. And conversely, you know, with our kids and friends and family want to know how they're doing. It's one way to do it, but at the same time, you're building kind of this digital record uh, of your kids growing up. And uh, they'll, they'll become adults at some point and say, well, wait a sec, that's, that's all there, hey? All those pictures of me growing up, there for everyone to see. That's so something to keep in mind. All right, let's play for you. This is Mike and Heather Martin. Now, by the way, apparently they've taken down all their videos. Uh, and they feel uh, really bad about it all, or so they say. Here's uh, some of their uh, tearful public apology.
0: This has been the absolute worst week of our life. And we realize that we have made some terrible parenting decisions. And we just want to make things right. During this week, we've had a a, a lot of time to stand back, to jump out of character and to see what we've done and to see how we've come across. And I understand how everyone feels. I I acknowledge and, and I respect how everyone feels about this. And I do agree that we put things on the internet that should not be there. We did things that we should not do. We are now in family counseling because we need it um, not only to get through the you know media stuff, but we, we need it to come back together and have everybody, even the kids, to understand what we did wrong in all this. We're focused on making sure that our kids, don't have to deal with so much backlash from our bad decisions and we realize now what kind of a situation we put them in and we're just really sorry to them
2: all right well yeah you know i think certainly these kids one especially probably going to be badly in need of some some therapy after all of this so yeah it's it's an awful situation i think We'll take a break here for the bottom of the hour. We can talk more about this. Got a few other things to get to in our time remaining. This is Afternoons on News Talk 770. All right, welcome back. 974-TALK. That's 403-974-8255. You can call or text at the same number. You can also call us toll free, 1-800-563-7770. Now, I got this text says, Rob, what those parents did to their kids is horrible and very abusive. I do not understand why you think this is comparable to people posting photos of their kids on Facebook. Seriously, watch the videos before you speak on this topic again because you are making it sound like these parents really did nothing wrong. Uh, Well, I hope I'm not coming across that way because I certainly don't think that. I think these parents did do something very wrong and should be held accountable. Uh, I can understand coming in and taking two of those kids out of there. I mean, they could go to their biological mother. I don't think it's an option for the other three, but that's certainly justifiable given what these parents have done. It's really horrific. You are terrifying your kids, harming your kids for profit, and then basically blackmailing them into supporting it by linking what they got to go through to make these videos to the fact that, wow, we got more money coming in. We can buy uh, stuff and go on trips or whatever. No, it's, it's, I think it's horrible. I don't understand why people would watch that or find that funny or want to watch that. It's, it's terrible. So no, it's, it's t- at a totally different level here. I think the point that the guest was making is that there's kind of been an escalation of this. And now it's, it's, it's gotten out of hand. This is an extreme example of it, right? Sort of a step below is what he mentions Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel gets parents to videotape their kids reacting as they pretend, you know, tell the kids, ah, oh, we ate all your Halloween candy last night. The kids cry, put it on video and laugh, and then you send it in, and Jimmy Kimmel puts it on national television. Look, I'm sure right after that, the parents said, look, I was just getting yours your candy right here, and I guess, you know, the kids will probably forget about it. But Did they consent to that? Did they sign off on this being shown on television? I think his point is, his broader point is that, you know, we should think about why we're posting all these pictures. And are these kids consenting to it? Right? So, no, I'm not, I'm not equating it at all. Because I do it too. I share pictures of, of my kids on Facebook with friends and family. And, and I like seeing pictures of their kids. But it is something to think about, right? I mean, what's the picture? Is it something embarrassing of your child? Are you putting that up so that everyone kind of have a chuckle? And then how's that kid going to feel later on when they go back and see that you put this on the Internet? And hundreds or even thousands of people saw it. Right. So I think that's the the issue he was trying to raise. But no, I certainly don't want it to come across like I'm equating you putting a picture of your kids on Facebook with what these parents did. Because what these parents did is pretty horrific. But yeah, I mean, it says something about, I guess, YouTube culture that there's a big audience for this. And just there's that financial incentive. Because they were making a lot of money off that. All right. Your thoughts. Let's go to the phones. 974-TALK. We've got uh, Stephen on the line. Stephen, go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering, uh, I've laughed quite a quite a bit on videos that I've seen, or, you know, when you watch America's Funniest Home Videos. Just wondering if that, uh, I mean, is that... It's kind of the same thing when you see a kid get a pie in the face and everyone laughs, and it's on a syndicated television show. And I wonder if they're going to have to, uh, uh,
1: you know, lawyer up now and, you know, prevent that. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Well, I probably not. I, I you know, I mean, unless there was a specific example that people were going to call to the attention of authorities, I don't think this is. Let's retroactively go back and investigate every video that's been posted of every kid no, everywhere. I know, but- but yeah, I mean but to your thing, point, right? well maybe. I don't I mean, know that the I've pranks on America's of, uh, funniest home videos went as far as these pranks. That I mean I've seen were. lots of videos where kids are humiliated on America's funniest home videos and then the audience is laughing their heads off. Yeah. I mean it's the same thing. So Well it's yeah, it's kinda of that same ballpark and I think that's what the guest was getting at, and he's yeah. been he's been on this for years, right? And so that yeah. he would probably agree with you. But that's that's yeah. not okay either. No. Right? All right, thanks. Anyway, yeah, Stephen appreciate the phone call. So there, there's a line somewhere, and, and maybe everyone's going to draw the line at a you know, different place. Uh, this text here says, I've been following this since DeFranco. This is this other YouTube guy. came after them hard. The parents were not only unapologetic but actively hostile to any criticism. I don't think they've seen the light so much they're now following a lawyer's advice. They should be counseled and monitored and we're sh- until we're sure the kids are being treated humanely at least, if not lovingly. Another one here from Dan says, Further to your guest, I think it's, at the very least, it's tacky when parents post on social media about their child's potty training exploits. Uh, When something is put on social media begins the property of the company and archived with the issue of cyberbullying. Would you want that school bully to get a hold of that information? Some things should be kept in the diary or the family photo album, i.e. offline. All right, let's go back to the phones, uh, see what Danny has to say. Danny, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon. You, uh... Praise Jimmy Kimmel for politicizing his son's new son, birth of his new son. And yet, you don't find that wrong, the backlash on the news networks, the comments that were made, even some Democrats say he's gone too far.
2: Okay. No, look, I I thought he handled that well. He shared a very emotional situation that his family had gone through. Talked about what had happened. And, well, what did he say? What did he say that you objected to?
0: He mentioned Trump.
2: Oh, no. How dare he? (laughs) he
0: And that is politicizing his son's
2: birth. Okay, but what, beyond saying the name Trump, did he He say that you objected to?
0: Next time the teachers go on strike, the teachers should be able to use the students in school to send messages home. What do we use kids for?
2: I think, like- I think kids I think kids get caught in the middle in those kinds of disputes all the time. And everyone claims to be looking up for the best interests of the kids. And that that's that's commonplace. Yeah? Okay. The point Jimmy Kimmel was making in his videos that no parent should have to wonder whether or not they can afford an operation that'll save their child's life. Right. Do you disagree with that?
0: Jimmy Kimmel, that lives in a gated community...
2: Yeah, he can afford that.
0: ...represent people...
2: No, but he recognizes that they exist. I mean, do you disagree with that point, is what I'm asking?
0: Because it was completely a political statement.
2: And you disagree with it?
0: I disagree with using your child, a newborn, your newborn, to make a political statement.
2: Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Look, he went through something really traumatic. I think he's smart enough to recognize that someone in a less fortunate position it might have been a totally different experience. He doesn't want anyone to ever have to go through oh, that oh, or ever know. have to worry about that they, you know, they have to choose between bankruptcy oh, and saving their kid.
0: He Canada for their program.
2: Well, you didn't say anything about Canada.
0: He did a month before.
2: Okay. But we're talking about what he said earlier if this week. If
0: country in the world, why don't they have health care for everybody like Canada?
2: I don't know. Which country would you rather live in when it comes to health care?
0: <laughs> because I spent a long time in the States. I've been in their hospitals. Okay. And the only reason I got in the hospitals in one accident, they took out my wallet and seen I had insurance.
2: Okay. Well, there you go. So I don't know. I don't see that as a lot different. You uh-huh. had your own experience in, in, a, in, a, in the U.S. healthcare care system. You've got opinions on it. Jimmy Kimmel had an experience. He's got an opinion on it. I don't have an issue with that.
0: Oh, yeah, but he claims to be from the greatest country. The greatest country, it's their political agenda that has caused all the grief in the East. And that he, they claim to be the greatest country in the world. They can't even provide for their own people.
2: Well, okay, then, Danny, now it seems to me like you're kind of agreeing with him. And that's what he was trying to say, but I, I don't know.
0: It was not. He was attacking Trump's
2: healthcare okay all right danny appreciate the phone call thanks for sharing that with us 403 974-8255 we were just talking about jimmy Campbell and his uh, halloween prank videos was that exploitative what he did the other day talking about his kid what his newborn baby went through showing pictures of his newborn baby and then trying to make what was kind of a political point about healthcare and the importance of healthcare and Family should never have to choose between bankruptcy and saving their their kid. He's got a platform, so he used it to that end. All right, so we can weave that into the conversation here. 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this.
0: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.